Hello, hello, and welcome to the Confidence Wiz podcast. My name is Sarah Wisniewski, and I'm an online life coach. I work with women who found themselves in a place where they're lacking confidence and they want to fix that permanently. So I run a business called AIM Coaching and Development. You can find the business page on Facebook, but also um, please feel free to join my closed Facebook group, which is called Be Confident, You've Got This. It would be great to see you there. Good morning. It is morning. It is morning. Good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. It is uh, Friday the 15th of November and um, I am going to do a live today on habits. So I told you that I was doing some learning for myself. I was doing some research into, um, I guess, things that will take my business forward and for my own self-development, things for, for me to learn. Hi, Leanne, good morning. So um, that kind of led me to think, well, what can I share with you guys? So the, the bit that sort of got me thinking was around creating a daily routine. Now, I've read this quite a few times and it, it really varies. Um, and I think we, we've all got to be realistic about what we can do in our day, what we can achieve and what we can consistently stick to. So for example, um, I signed myself up to a, a challenge for the business over the summer months. It was in August and it was 30 days. And some of the people that were involved in that said, you know, you just got to literally strap in and get yourself through these 30 days. Build yourself a routine which kind of creates this self-discipline. Now, some go to an extreme and some of them, some of the examples I had in there were people saying, yeah, I get up every day for uh, like half four before everyone else is up. I do my own uh, workouts, I do my fitness, I then do my reading, I do this, I do the other. And then so by eight o'clock, I'm ready to do this, that and the other. Now, in all honesty, there is no way I was going to ever or will ever be able to achieve that. Um, but there are some uh, habits and there were some that I've read that I thought, actually, that's I can see how I can make that work for me. When I was um, with the group of self-employed ladies that I, I met with earlier on this month, I shared this with them and said, actually, if you just simplify your routine, it's amazing what we can get done. And I think I've said this before, procrastination is our absolute worst enemy. Finding things to do that we think are useful and beneficial just gets in the way of doing other stuff. And then suddenly by the end of the day, you're going, yeah, well, I did this, this and this, but have you actually moved yourself on in any way to, to get towards your goals, to get stuff done? It, it massively gets in our way, but we're all so, so guilty of it. So I wanted to share some habits and that, as I say, that got me thinking around, well, what, you know, let's find the roots again in confidence and thinking positively and finding our happiness. What can I um, draw out of what I've been researching to share with you guys that will start to instill some of those things in, into you? So um, I have found 10. Now, to talk through all, all 10 of those would take me, frankly, all morning. So I have done a document which will um, I'll send out after this. I'll put the link into uh, the Facebook page. And if you're uh, subscribed to uh, my list, then you'll, you'll get that. So 
I've detailed 10 different habits, but today I've picked five and they're five which particularly uh, mean something to me and they um, I think they're achievable for most people with busy lives, with families, with jobs, um, but I think that they're a step in the right direction. And there's something around having a routine as well. Um, I'm a list maker and I love a good list. So this today is what I'm going to be talking through. It's, it's a list. Um, I love the process of writing a list and then ticking it off. It's just, it's just a a satisfying feeling for me so if if you work on that basis then you know you could have something stuck up on your wall um you know near perhaps where you get ready on a morning with your three things that you're going to set yourselves to do and um the recommendation that, that i read was to find something you can fit into your daily routine by 12 o'clock because for most people that's where you're most alert that's when you're feeling the most productive but again everybody's time frames are different everybody's rhythms are different in the day now for me and the way that i'm working now i actually find myself with quite a lot of energy late at night which a lot of people go well no gotta switch off that's my time but it works for me because i've done all sorts of stuff during the day obviously i've done some of this i've then switched into um, being with my children at the moment um, as I'm unpacking for us to move house. I've done that through the afternoon. So actually I have some more reflective quiet time in the evenings after the children have gone to sleep. So um, I can I can kind of do stuff and get, get through things then. And I can also plan the following day, which then means once I get up and at it the next day, I know straight away what I'm going to focus on. So I don't spend the first half an hour going right, I'll write this list or I'm going to read about that, I'm going to do this, I can just literally pick up my stuff and get on. So that helps me. Right, let's dive in to these habits. Um, so from a definition perspective, a habit is something that is settled into a routine or that you have a tendency to do. Now, this word has sort of become associated with a lot of negativity, so negative habits, smoking, things that aren't good for us and that, that people um, want to break out of. But of course, it has a double meaning. It is it's just as much related to a positive as well. Now, a habit has to be something before it's, it becomes a habit, not just something that you do. You have to do it really regularly. So that means most days, most days you will do this thing. So when we're talking about trying to adopt these positive habits, you need to, you need to sort of sit and really assess in, in yourself whether this is something that you're going to be able to do on a daily basis. Now, some of them are big and might take you a little bit of time. Some of them might take quite a lot of time when you first start because they're going to feel really weird and um, you're not going to feel immediately natural doing them. But actually, some of them are sort of a, a subconscious, so they're there all the time. It's not like, uh, I'm going to sit here and do this thing for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. So the first one, which I picked out, was do something new. Now, <laughs> there's there's all sorts of definitions of this. So um, do something new for me. So this is about what, what I interpret this to be, is anything, literally anything. So it talks about do something new every day. That's not realistic for me. Um, it might be for you. It might be for some. It, it, for me, I, there is no way I would be able to both have the imagination uh, and the time to find the thing that I'm going to do new every day and then actually do it. But equally, these don't have to be big things. So if you've never done a Facebook Live like I'm doing now, 
make that one of them now that's it's a, that's an interesting one because it's one of the things that that strikes fear into a lot of people oh no i can't talk in front of anyone else someone might be watching um yeah they might be watching but they might not as well so that's a, that's a great example you could just go live and you could tell tell people about what you're doing with your day or what you've got planned for the weekend it really doesn't matter what you talk about it's the doing the, the new thing the reason this is really good for you is because once you do a new thing, it kicks off all sorts of processes in your subconscious mind. Now, we have created over years of certain behaviours and uh, experiences that we've had, creating a fixed view in our subconscious of what we like and what we don't like, what we can do, what we can't do. And then all we really tend to do in our day-to-day -day lives is live within this channel in the middle, can do that, can't do that. And, and that's where we sit. We'll occasionally veer towards the, I can't do that, but do we ever actually jump into it? And do we do it often enough? Because as soon as you do jump into the, I can't do that, or I've never done that before, it really shuffles up the brain's attitude around, well, hang on, I had that in the, I can't do that, or I've never done that category, not, well, I've done it now. It shifts that mentality as to what is, feasible what's possible and as soon as you start opening up your subconscious to what's possible it starts opening up other doors to other things that you thought were not possible and then something else that wasn't possible and it, it literally creates a snowball effect so the principle behind doing something new is to start moving that line of can do will do really familiar territory and this never done it before it scares me it's new it's um, it's uncharted for, for you and your mind. Now, it could be something physical. It could be that you have never attended a particular fitness class. It could be that you have, I don't know, never walked a certain route around um, the way you live from where you get off the bus to there. You go a different way. Even that challenges your mind because it is something different. So suddenly you're having to wake up elements of your brain that go, oh, I normally walk this way, I do it on, on, on autopilot. It's something new. So I'm not saying every day, because honestly, I, I absolutely accept that you can't do something new every day, but just a little tiny thing, it could be really small, um, just trying to do something each day or certainly regularly will start to, to, to raise your challenge, your sort of self-challenge. Second one, now if you saw my live earlier on this week um, or, or tuned into the, the podcast, you will have heard me talking about colour and confidence and what that can do for your mindset, your mood, how it can uplift you and have, how certain colours will have a different impact on each and every one of us. And we talked about the way that you can identify what colours you can use and, and use them much more positively. Uh, so if you haven't haven't watched that or heard that, um, please check that out. There's also uh, a link to that document that, that went with that going to come out in this one. But the principle behind it is to, uh, for, for me in this one in terms of the habits, is to wear confidence. So actually about yourself. So have it as a scarf, as a accessory, as a, as a colour somewhere on you. So you've identified what those colours are that do that for you. And you can use them then to your advantage. So on those days where you get up and you think, oh, I'm so, I just feel, I've got no energy. I, I just don't feel kind of like I'm going to be able to lift myself. Use those colours on those days. Put on your bright scarf. Put on your, your yellow, your, 
your pink, your red, whatever colour it is that you find found that has connected um, to, to you and given you those positive thoughts, wear them and use them, use them to your advantage. So that is a habit that I want you to get into. So having, having a view of your wardrobe rather than just what's clean, what's ironed, I'm going to chuck it on. Make that conscious decision to, to wear confidence. The third one, body language. So uh, again, there's links uh, all in the, in the Facebook page around Amy Cuddy's TED Talk, which I watched it again before I posted it into the group so I could, um, I could kind of refresh myself and, and, and point you in the right direction. This, um, it's only about 20 minutes, but this TED Talk has got such powerful content in it around what we do with our bodies. Now, how I'm sitting here today, because I'm kind of hunching towards my, my, my camera, isn't great. But what Amy talks about is the way that we can effectively trick our minds into believing we feel a certain way because of what our body is doing. She uses a fabulous example where people who are uh, blind or certainly um, have very limited eyesight, if they once they run a race... They do, and I'll have to whiz back, they do this manoeuvre. So they open up themselves in celebration. And some of these people have been blind from birth. So they have never seen or witnessed somebody else doing this celebratory, it's kind of the universal, accepted, yes, you know, we're, we're arms in the air, open, chest wide, um, this is a position which exists in primates and for exactly the same same um, situation, so a celebratory, a positivity. It does things, putting our body into this position, I'm doing it now because I'm, I'm loving it, it does certain things to our brains, it triggers chemicals which make us feel positive, it gives us a natural high, the pheromones start working. So these people who've never seen this do it as just a physical reaction. So Amy's point in this is, if we know this about our bodies, then we can use that and we can really try to, to, to harness it and use it when we need it. So for all of us who are sat in a, in a desk position a lot of the day, we're, we're kind of hunched over, we're leaning forward, we're leaning in, and it's, it, it has a negative effect on you physically, but also mentally, because you're not opening yourself up, you're not allowing your lungs to, to take in the oxygen, to get the blood flowing, the oxygen moving around your body, but also you're not, you're not physically putting yourselves into these much more positive positions. So Amy talks about um, going into a, uh, say an interview scenario or, or a meeting where you can really absolutely harness some of this stuff. And she talks about a great thing called power poses and <laughs> the, the thought of the fact that people p would be doing this before a meeting uh, kind of makes me smile to myself, but I love it. She says, actually, kind of go and take yourself for a few minutes, probably in, in, the, in the loo, honestly, in, in, the, um, in the cubicle, but to actually put your body into these positions and, uh, and feel the difference it makes so that you've, you've kind of supercharged, you've kind of given yourself that quick um, sort of a, a, a yes, that boost before you then go into the meeting. Now, um, I love the image of, of like, if we all did this all the time, you'd go into sort of corporate buildings before you go into a meeting and everyone would be like signing in a reception and then, you know, you go and wait and be like, would you like a coffee? No, 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 I'm good. I'm going to go and do my power poses. And like everyone's wandering around going, yes, I've got this meeting. It's got totally nailed. But do you know what? It works because it convinces your brain that you're feeling positive, you're feeling good. 
and just simply standing straight, sitting straight, holding our heads up high. Yeah, it's being strong in your position. Um, so I, I teach body pump and the set position that we get, it, which is the starting position for everything we start from, is starting to train the body to get into that position. Now, there is more to that than it being a good physical posture. It helps the mind get ready for get taking all the benefit of the exercise we're about to do. So we have to talk people through that. Is your chest lifted? Are your shoulders back? Is your head up? You know, keep keep this position throughout the entire class as being your set set. You know, you go back to that position in the middle. So I want you to think about this back to the the being positive habits. Can you tell? I love this particular topic. It 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 really fires me. Um. But coming back to this as a habit, what? how are you using your body on a daily basis? Are you even using your body on a daily basis? Joyce, hi, good to see you. Um, you're probably not. You're probably doing your thing. You're sitting in, in your work. You're going in that meeting. You're doing your daily thing. But actually just think on, on, on those moments where you have got that time to prepare for something. How are you positioning your shoulders? Are they hunched? When you speak to somebody, is your chin up? Are you looking them in the eye? And it's amazing how that kind of gives you that inner power and you feel you feel energised yourself just by, by being a little bit more open. And we've all got people in our lives that we've interacted with that you talk to. It's on high grade to see you. And you all know how different that feels to talk to that person who is open they're smiling they're looking at you they're engaging with you in comparison to this person who's just kind of it's not as comfortable you almost feel uncomfortable on their behalf so it might feel really weird and really alien at first but a, a first great habit is not crossing these you know it's a defensive it's a so make that one of your first habits just to bring your body language a little bit more open if that is a first step for you if you think you've already got that then then take it a little bit further you know stand strongly a little bit more assertively shoulders back chest lifted take deep breaths try and project your voice a little bit more there's a whole heap of stuff that you can do around body language which will give you a real positive feel so if you haven't already i'll say it again Watch that TED talk. It's linked in the group, so it's absolutely there for you to see it. Um, there is all sorts in there, and it is so interesting, particularly for for us who I think women tend to feel like we need to be more quiet because that's supposedly more feminine. That's rubbish. It's not. Project. Be you. Be strong in your position, and wear your bright colour at the same time. So. That was number three. Number four. Now, again, I know I've mentioned this one before. Comparing, comparisons. Stop comparing yourself to other people. I'll say it again. You are you. You are not that other person that you're supposedly seeing on social media. Uh, so I've, I know I've talked about this the other day, but um, it's frightening how staged social media is. And as you scroll through your feed of, of Insta, of Facebook, whatever it is you're, you're chosen um, poison with, with social media. How many times have you, as a, as an individual, taken a photo, go, I'm going to post this because I'm doing whatever, it's worth posting, I post it and you have a look and you go, oh no, I don't like that. Post, try another one. 
I do another pose. Oh, do I like that? No, I do another one. You've taken probably two or three. Well, I, I certainly do. I'm still guilty of it before you're ready to post. So everybody has done that. And, you know, that's just the very simple. There are some that are literally staging entire scenarios around which they're going to create this life. So if you're scrolling going, yeah, but I can't, I can't be like that. I can't do this, can't do the other. It's not real. It's yes, okay, it's not quite photoshopped, but do you know what? Nowadays we've all got filters on, on the cameras that you can set up so they instantly filter you. Any thought that you have around, I am not blah, 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 fill in the gap. It's all tosh, it's all rubbish. It's, it's got nothing to do with you and your life. You're just seeing a snapshot of them and actually it says more about that individual than it does about you. We're all on our own route, we're all in our own journey, we've all been to different places, we're all going to somewhere else and we have no clue about how that person is feeling, what they're thinking, just in the same way that they don't about you. So if you are, have that tendency to look at something, oh, I wish this, I wish the other, try and cut that as a habit. If you hear yourself going, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, look at, no, 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 hear my voice. Oh, Sarah said, don't compare. Yeah, too right, I told don't compare. You just gotta be you and, and people who are, should genuinely be in your life will come to you because you're you, not because you're, you've taken 45 selfies and changed three outfits and, and four lots of lipstick in the time that you needed to get the photo right. It's rubbish, total rubbish. Um, and we're, we're kind of all guilty of it because of, of these cameras that we're carrying around in our pockets on a 24-hour 24, 24 basis. So positive habit, stop comparing yourself. So the last one for this, because I, I need a drink, um, changing your inner voice. So on a daily basis, we have all got that person that sits in here who says, oh yeah, we need to do this. And mine, his list, mine's list scrolling. Oh, don't forget that, don't forget this. Oh, the children this, children that. Oh, I must remember to this. That's a great idea for a live. I bet, I bet the team would love to hear about this, this and this, or I'm reading. And, and this voice is just constant, constant, constant. I saw a great visual once of... Um, of the difference between, and now I'm not being, I'm not being sexist about this in any way. I genuinely believe that men's brains and women's brains are wired in a different way. And that is inherent in our, our you know, it goes way back, absolutely miles back. That is how we have to be. We have to kind of keep the children alive and, um, and the men had to go and forage, didn't they, back in caveman days. So we're wired in a different way. This is not, this is not a, a, a slur on men at all. But this great visual where there was a picture of a man with a, a thought bubble above his head and then a picture of a woman and her thought bubble was like surrounding her. And some of the things in there were, you know, they were great, but we are all the same. We're all guilty of um, doing a toilet roll. What are we having for tea tonight? Um, oh, I must remember to this. Have I paid that bill? There is at any one time hundreds of thoughts going on in our head. And those are often the voices that come through. But we've also got that voice. Oh, and, and as you can guess, the man's one was like two or three things, you know, sport related. It was very, very brief. Um, we've all got that voice, though, that says, have you this, have you the other? But then you've got the voice that says, are you sure you want to do that? Or, um, no, nah, mm, no, or, oh, they won't like that. Or, did she just say that about me? Or, 
oh, they meant me, those people were talking about me. And all of these things pop through amidst, amidst all the other noise that's going on. And I think it's, it's really critical to try and tune into to the tone of that voice. Um, it'll change, day to day it changes. So some days, mine's really upbeat, it's happy, it's, um, it's positive. Other days, it's a bit more, uh, actually, uh, I, I could do that, but I don't fancy that. And, it, and it's a bit demotivated, slow, sluggish, whatever it is. I think you have to, everybody has to accept that we're gonna, we're gonna go ups and downs and things change because of everything else that goes on in our lives. But overall, I want you to think about the tone of that inner voice and tuning into its positivity or not. So it could be that you are a negative thinker, that actually you are a pessimist and you you always look on what's the worst case scenario, something might happen, oh yeah, but you know, that always goes wrong then. And that's quite exhausting on, on a long-term basis and actually, you're sabotaging your own happiness by the voice in your head. I'm not saying you can just go, no, I'm not listening to that anymore. I'm done with that voice. Here's now my new positive one. It's not that easy because that voice has been developing over years and years. It's part of your subconscious and it is wired into your, into your, um, into your mind. But if your conscious mind, so the one that you have more of a, a kind of external control over, can start playing a part, the unconscious mind then has to start listening every now and again to it. So just awareness is the first step. Awareness is pretty much the first step in, in all of this, in all of this positivity, happiness, confidence. Being aware and being um, having the, the conscious thought of, of these things is where it all starts. So have a think over the next few days about that voice other than telling you what you have to do and what you have to remember and trying to keep you know a million plates uh, spinning at one time think about whether or not it's saying oh you could do that that'd be a good idea oh do you know what we should try that or is it mm, no because the trouble is that's not you because of this 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 or oh well that's all very well for them to say but blah 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 and fill in the space just think about the tone of it. And every now and again, have a conversation with it. Have a conversation with your own subconscious um, and set and challenge it. Say, actually, no, I'm gonna give that a go. So it goes all the way back up to something new, the first one, trying that something new. Every time you push that, oh, I've never done that before, just a little bit further, you're also challenging that inner voice as well because that inner voice is likely to be saying, mm, nah. But what if that inner voice goes, oh yes, let's give it a go. And then next time you say, oh, do you know what, we're gonna start something, we're gonna try something new. And that inner voice goes, ah, oh, like it. Yeah, let's do it. Suddenly you've opened up your ability to consider all sorts of different things, all sorts of new things, and to, to push yourself that little bit further. And, you know, baby steps, I'm not talking about, you know, suddenly go off and decide to sign yourself up to, a marathon or trying to be a brain surgeon or something just really extreme but just small things speaking in front of somebody speaking to someone that you keep seeing every day but you've never actually had a conversation with um you know that that inner voice that conversation you talk yourself out of it before you end up doing the thing whereas if you just get on just uh, do it that inner voice goes whoa hang on <laughs> you've you've just done it how why and then next time it's easier, I promise. Next time is easier. 
So there's five, five habits. I'm going to drop another five into the document I'm going to send out. Um, but just to give you the, the headlines of those, I'm looking at asking for help. So actually admitting that something is a struggle and going, yeah, I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. I don't have the skills. I don't have the confidence and asking somebody for help. That is massively um, positive and it's huge, a huge relief if, you, if you're able to do that. So that's another one. Um, admitting you're wrong. Again, not all of us are great at that. Um, I'm pretty stubborn and um, I don't like saying, oh yeah, I got it wrong. But actually doing that is, is, is a real positive and, and you get much more respect um, by doing so. Giving as much as you receive. So I'm not talking financial, I'm talking time, love, attention. We all receive a huge amount from a huge amount of people. Um, but actually trying to give something back it feels so positive. Um, I've made a shift myself. So these, um, these Facebook Lives, these training sessions that I'm giving for free into my group are taking my time, they're taking my resource, they're taking effort from my part. And I'm not receiving anything other than positive comments from you guys back. But do you know what? It's massively rewarding and I'm learning about myself as I go. So um, yeah, finding a, finding a way of kind of doing that payback thing is, is really important and gives you that boost um, to yourself as well. Being brave, that's number nine. Back to that something new, they link quite, quite closely. So trying something that's different and actually forcing yourself to be brave, do something which perhaps makes you a bit nervous, makes your heart beat a bit quicker. Again, really important to be able to start to try and do that when you can. And then the final one for me is, is not to judge and to celebrate. So this goes further than just not comparing, but actually don't judge on a, on a really deep level. Um, we don't know what's happened with that, that situation. We don't know all the detail. Even if you, you're so close to somebody, you still shouldn't judge because they've made a decision or they've acted in a certain way based on where they're coming from. But actually, I want you to turn that into not just not judging, but also celebrating, celebrating minor stuff, big stuff, everything in between. So if you know somebody who you've seen do something for the first time or done something different or they've done something for you, um, thank them, celebrate with them, recognise it, make sure they know that you've noticed that they, they've done something. Um, and that, again, feels really good. Um, and, and it will give you that confidence to then next time say it to somebody else and you will receive it back as well. So um, so there's 10. I've whistle-stopped the last five because I'm going to send them out for you in a document. Um, I hope that has been useful. I hope that we can start to share a little bit more around some of the habits. So um, let me let me put mine out there. So my three, I said I would start a routine on a daily basis of doing three things by noon every single day. Now, those three things that I decided to do was this Facebook Live um, to post something which normally links with my live but then also to read for half an hour. So I'm, I'm a bit of a I'm, a, I'm a bad reader really. I tend to think of doing my research online and, um, and kind of doing my interactions and, and working with people as being my reading. It's not because it doesn't count as reading learning. So I've started to read a physical book, which I think I've, I've already shared with you a couple of things from there. 
So I'd said, right, 30 minutes a day by, by, by 12 noon, I would have done that. Most days I'm sticking with this um, amidst the packing and the, the, the stuff I'm doing with, with our house at the moment. But it's such a relief to get to 12 o'clock and go, did I do it? Did I do it? Have I ticked it off? It's 12.18. I didn't quite meet it today, but it's there or thereabouts. So they're my three. They're my three new and positive habits. Um, so I hope that was useful. Thank you ever so much for listening, watching. I'm going to um, leave you now with, I'm going to go and get the document. I'll get that into the Facebook page and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks everyone. Bye. So thank you so much for listening. I have been Sarah Wisniewski. This is the Confidence Wiz podcast. Don't forget, as I've said before, please join my closed Facebook group, which is called Be Confident, You've Got This. And my business page is AIM, which is spelt A-M-E, Coaching and Development. There's loads of tips going in there on a daily basis. It would be really great to see you. But I'll see you soon on my next podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.